Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. You're listening to the PRO Media Network. The next level in entertainment. When I say who are we, you say Saints. When I say are we ready, you say who? Who are we? 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 Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with BQ and the guys. And we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk, baby, from your favorite sports family. I'm Big Q, and this is the podcast 420 Saints versus the Dolphins, the final preseason game of 2019. And I'm super ecstatic to get this over with, man. And excited for the undrafted guys to see who can make this team as well. So, without further ado, I'd like to welcome you guys and both new and established family to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you kindly. Podcast 420 is underway. Saints versus the Dolphins preview. A lot lined up, family. I got inside in an hour show before the game. Just wanted to get the family briefed on some of the latest developments that's happening with the sports coma family and uh, in this live stream man we'll be introduced we'll have the live chat available where a family can chime in uh and chat live it up you know just uh usually we do our live stream video live streams on youtube at 12 central time on youtube every saturday this time around we couldn't do the live stream like we, the video live stream so we feel happy to bring you our audio live stream which is just about the same thing just without all the pictures <laughs> but anyway today's show we're gonna get into it man we a few topics of discussions we're gonna talk about in this episode of the sports coma we'll go over it like the family to chat it up hit the chat hit the comment section let us know how you're feeling about this final preseason game against the dolphins who are coming into the superdome two and one the saints are two and one as well should have been three and oh but lost that Minnesota game. Thanks a lot, Dan Arnold. But he's been redeeming himself, so I ain't going to uh, mess with him too much. But in this one, this is a 7 o'clock tip-off. Saints and Dolphins probably not going to see any starters in this game. But for those who are interested to know, a lot of guys sitting on the 
mid to the end of the undrafted pool. A lot of guys, and I'm every year, it's the same thing. We're going to see some cuts. We're going to see some surprises from people who you didn't think might make it. Could P.J. Williams just be his last hurrah with the team? Could this be the end of P-Rob who's been stanking it up in preseason? You know, you'll see a lot of players, good veterans too, who might not make this team, who you think should make this team. So all that's coming down in the next five five days or so, we'll figure it out. But, you know, the Sports Coma will be doing the live show, the video live stream, Saturday at 12, and we will do our 53 man roster who we think will make the team we'll do that on the live stream as well and invite the family everybody chime in i want you to have your your depth chart see if you agree with me uh, who you have who you think we'll get in today's show uh, we're going to talk about a few things uh in today's show a couple of articles came out that kind of caught my eye is this no call referee vinovich whatever his name is vinovich i don't really want to know his name but obviously uh, i don't agree with them but there is a ranking, new ranking situa- situation out that puts the no-call official who didn't make the call in the Saints versus Rams game, Bill Vinovich, is now listed as the NFL's best referee. Dig that, right? We'll get into that. We'll break that story down for you today. Also, other stories to be aware of is the fact that we're looking at Marcus Davenport. Several media outlets have been spotlighting Marcus Davenport, ESPN is naming him as the possible breakout candidate. Do you guys agree with that? Let's get right into the talks dealing with the dealing with uh, some of these issues we're talking about, whether it's Bushrod retiring as a St. Benovich getting that top ref spot and looking at Davenport as the breakout candidate for the 2019 season. A lot of good information out here, but let's start off with the, this ridiculous article about this referee, man. Did you, can you believe this one? Uh, ESPN ranks no call ref as the NFL's best referee. This is crazy. And it's, it's, it's very weird, but according to several media outlets, it's, it's the week before the NFL regular season, so we're seeing some of the rankings come out. And ESPN, how stupid they are to have this guy ranked, but he's ranking everything from the best uniforms, the best coaches, best coordinators, best stadiums, totally fruitless. But one of the rankings is for best referee, and they list Bill Venovich as the man who headed the officiating crew, missed the blatant pass interference and the helmet-to-helmet penalties and the holding penalties, everything you could possibly imagine that a referee who's supposed to see see it, if I could see it sitting from the television that the guy is, has his arm wrapped around Cam Jordan's neck and they do not make the call, several helmet-to-helmet penalties, everything. You know, we want to pinpoint on the no call, but it was other things that was happening. How about all of the constant pass interference calls that was not called when the guy was just holding the hell out of Michael Thomas? Anyway, I, I won't I won't get into that. It just make me upset. But the call they had made had been made would have likely sent the Saints to the Super Bowl. It would have definitely sent the Saints to the Super Bowl if the referee had made the call. But of course, you know, my stance is that that's not the main reason why the Saints lost that game. I won't get into that. The reason for giving Vinovich the high rating is that the crew calls the fewest penalties per game. Hmm. And you you damn right they call the fewest penalties, especially when it's against the Saints. And I just I just don't know if this Vinovich character, the NFL would do themselves a great great duty if it didn't send Vinovich or none of those guys who officiated that Saints and Rams game down here for their own safety just you know this is not a call or nothing else i'm just warning you stay your ass up out of here because people still upset about that you know don't bring that guy back here he's not credible 
But anyway, moving to our next article, which is also has to do with ESPN and other news outlets, is listed Marcus Davenport as the 2019 breakout candidate. Do you guys buy that? Do you think Davenport will have that stellar season that a lot of people think that he can? Now, this is coming from one of my favorite writers, Mike Triplett, who used to work for Times Picayune, but he then moved up to ESPN. They tapped, he tapped him as a top pick for the breakout candidate in 2019. He noted that Davenport has a year of work behind him and is far removed from the surgically repaired toe. He's a go, he's a go at starter across from Cam and on the defensive line. Pro- providing great renaissance for Davenport to learn from, throwing an emerging third wheel in Trey Hendrickson, and the Saints could have a serious pass rush presence out of the edge. I'm not buying the Trey, the Trey Hendrickson uh, soup yet. You can keep the, the Trey Hendrickson cookies and all of the confessions or whatever you want to call it that comes with it. We're not. I'm, I'm, you got to have to show me. I'm from Missouri with the Trey Hendrickson thing, so miss me with the Trey Hendrickson thing, okay? Thank you very much. But they said Daffaport practiced more heavily in the three-point stance. He's not as comfortable rushing out of it as compared to him standing up, which makes sense. He's He's been a stand-up rusher ever since he was a sophomore in college. But you got to learn different things. You got to grow. You got to develop. You got to, you know, you just got to do it. Now, before the season threatened his, you know, season injury, toe injury that he had against Minnesota last year, he was able to get four sacks and seven other quarterback hits in just seven games. So if he had remained healthy, he could very well, with those four sacks, he could have maybe you know get, got up to between maybe seven or ten sacks that year, knowing Davenport. So it's quite the thing is, could he do it? I know he could do it, but my question is not his capabilities in becoming a pass rusher. My thing is, can the man stay healthy? That's the question with Davenport that he has to answer to me. Can he stay healthy? That's what it comes down to dealing with Marcus Davenport. But I've said that he this year he could have, if he remains healthy, anywhere between seven to ten sacks this year. And I'm being real conservative on that because you got to also look at the fact that they'll double Cam Jordan. You have Malcolm Brown coming in there. You got you do have Sheldon Rankins returning really soon, maybe not as soon as we think, but sometime in the next four weeks, you have to think that Sheldon Rankins will be back in that rotation. And somebody has to have single coverage. You can't double everybody. So Davenport will have a lot of single solo opportunities to produce sacks coming off the blind side. And I think that he could be able to cause some problems if he remains healthy. So it's not a question of can he do it in terms of his skill to do it. Just off of instinct and skill alone, he can get you seven, eight sacks. But the question is, can he remain healthy through the duration of the season to be able to be a factor in a long term run for a Super Bowl for the Saints helping out on that defensive end? So. That's the question as far as that concerned. Going into other news, dealing with Jermon Bushrod, the former offensive lineman for the Saints, is hanging it up. Bushrod, a long-time staple for the Saints, has decided to sign a one-day contract and retire as a Saint. That was reported by several media outlets, NOLA.com. And uh, Herbie Tope was one of the guys that brought a big shout out to Herbie and offensive tackle. He calling it up after 12 professional seasons. Now, he was a member of the Saints Super Bowl team. As I said before, he signed a one day contract. To, uh, uh, he's to, he's supposed to sign it on Friday and he retire um, that day. So he's retiring as a Saint. That's a big, big step for him. Now, he entered the league in 07 as a fourth round pick out of Tolson. You want to talk about offensive linemen. And the Saints, how they take these small-time college guys and turn them into big-time professionals. Bushride was one of the better offensive linemen uh, on that line. 
On Instacart, I can shop a huge selection of pet supplies, from that one brush that scratches him just right, to that extra comfy bed he can't wait to flop down in. And I get everything delivered right to my door in as fast as one hour. Okay, 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 settle down. I know it's here. Yeah, it's very exciting. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get a free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. I'm protecting Drew. And like I said, he won a Super Bowl. A lot of productive seasons. That's him blocking, run blocking, pass blocking. Out of Tolson. You have guys like Taron Armstead out of Arkansas Pine Bluff. Saints finding these terrific small school talents and bringing them in and making them into professional studs. And that's what the Saints and Bushrod's one of those stories. Now, during his team's run in the Super Bowl in 09, Bushrod started 14 games while helping the Saints to a championship. And from 07 to 2012, Wyan New Orleans, he appeared in 66 games with 62 starts and was a two-time Pro Bowl selection in 2011 and 2012. He spent the last, then he spent three seasons with Chicago, two seasons with the Dolphins before returning back in 2018 on a one-year contract. And he started five games at left tackle last season in place of injured Terran Armstead and contributed to the Saints winning the NFC South for the third consecutive season. And building his career, Bishrod has appeared in 145 games with 128 starts, 68 starts as a Saint. That man returned as a Saint. So big ups to Jermaine Bushrod. And the brother went through tragedy, tragedy dealing with his family recently in that in the 2018 season. He still came alive and, you know, and, and just just it's, it's a constant professional and a great human being. Jermaine Bushrod is hanging it up as a New Orleans Saints uh, player. So I just think that's absolutely awesome. Big ups to him as well, as I said before. Now, family, you know, it's been really 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 nice to see this whole preseason see how it unraveled from mini camp to big camp now the camp's over you have all these practices as the saints get ready to pick who they really want now we've said before there are only a handful of spots that's actually available but there are depth concerns on the offensive line perhaps in the deep the backup defensive line backup offensive line backup defensive line uh, certain spots at the tight end is still settled wide receiver spots on the back end not settled maybe some uh, a couple of spots in a defensive uh, backs room need help maybe a little shuffling on the linebacker so there are a few spots that some guys could step up and find not due to injuries depending on what kind of injuries that are out there some guys might find themselves on the team and then other p- guys are simply playing for for the practice squad those who qualify with guys like Ziggy Hood and Sylvester Williams and Kevon Webster, those guys are playing for a roster spot. Are there any surprises coming? Always, there always surprises family. You and I both know that somebody you didn't think that would end up getting cut gets cut. And somebody that gets added who you didn't think would get added. Last year was JT Gray. Remember him? Nobody thought JT Gray was going to make the team. Not even JT Gray. <laughs> I'm just messing with it. But that's just the whole thing, family. Very interesting. But before we get back into the rest of our talks and breaking down the Miami Dolphins game, here's Coach Payton for the other day talking about a number of topics, including some of his returners. Vision. And so if it's a young linebacker or a young tight end or running back, you know, what's our vision if they're not getting, um, if they're only a backup? Uh, so I, I think really important. Sean, do you have position battles like at this point where it's just come down to this last game? And that's pretty much it. Yeah, there's a body of work, but um, you're, you're evaluating all of it. And so it's, it's you would say, a, a last test. So it matters in the grade. Sean, this question is obviously inspired by Deontay Harris, but in general, 
with return men, is there a constant? Do we want the home run threat, or do we want the guy we're going to trust to catch it properly every time? I mean, is that always I want both. Difficult? I know. <laughs> I want both. Yeah, I mean, look, a returner who fumbles the ball consistently becomes someone else's returner. So, uh, but we feel like you know, he's someone that uh, has really progressed. He's gotten healthy, and we're starting to see some of the things he can do, and, and uh, I'm encouraged. Were you looking for a return man when, when you guys signed him after the draft? Or well, was he a special graded player? We had already signed um, one returner. We knew Tommy had left. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say in each draft, you know, you identify as they're draftable. There were a handful of draftable players that were returners. You know, we ranked that position, who's the best returner in the country, who were draftable returners. And then, you know, he was a player that um, that we had high grades on and, and ended up recruiting, you know, as a free agent. Is, is, I mean, is the fact that he had the most touchdowns in the intelligence lab, is that a stat like that one that's hard to ignore? Well, it's not the stat so much because when you, when you evaluate this position, the first thing you're going to look at is his returns. And so if that, in fact, is a statistic, chances are that return reel is going to be um, pretty significant. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's a production position. And so, you know, the level of competition wasn't maybe as uh, high as some of the others, and yet you still watch a player do it. And, and that uh, is why he ended up here. John, a guy like Marcus Sherrill, do you need to see him in the preseason? Or does his well, look, hopefully we can. And... Uh, and yet we still have a, a, a large body of work with what he's done before. Sean, do you anticipate a, a period of growing pains as the league goes through the sort of new pass interference rules? I think this, um, I would say, I'm going to predict no. The only reason I say that is already I can tell I challenged a play against Minnesota. You know, they called our defender for interference in the ruling on the field state. And I thought, man, it was it was pretty clear to me, at least, that uh, it was just, you know, hand swiping. So I would say they're going to be very conservative in overturning calls. And 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 that being said, if it's consistent, then you know that as a coach, uh, relative to using a challenge on something that's close uh, or not. Um, Again, the challenge amount hasn't changed. You still only have two. So I don't think, I think the thing for us that's a little different is periodically there'll be a catch or periodically there'll be an incompletion and you got to train your mind to possibly think in terms of was that an interference either offensively and defensively and then weigh you know, where you're at in the game and the yards to be gained with the challenge. So I, I don't, I'm sure there'll be a few nuances, but I don't, uh, I don't think it's going to be maybe as significant as all the discussion in the offseason was. Coach, when you go to evaluate players... After Coach Sean Pate, man, talking about a few things, dealing with the team as well as uh, the kick returner, Deontay Harris, the pass interference calls. And like I, my, my topic, my conversation on that is, I mean, it, it won't help nothing. The pass interference calls, it won't help a damn thing, just to be honest with you. Uh, it, ju it just won't, in my opinion, because you're taking it and you're putting it in the hands of the people that made the mistakes 
like they won't make the mistakes again. I just don't trust the officiating. They're incompetent to me, and that's just my stance on it. You know, maybe you give it to somebody independent of the referees, but far be it for the NFL to take power out of the referees' hands and give it to somebody that's actually going to do the right thing. The best way to, to eliminate the referees is, is by playing mistake-free football, not turning the ball over, not committing stupid penalties, not doing all this foolishness, executing to your best, to the best, to the best possible way you could possibly execute. And that's pretty much how it is. The coach will tell you that. Most players that are professionals will tell you the same thing. We eliminate the referees by doing what we're supposed to do. And remember always and anyways that the team that make the least amount of stakes always is the team that wins the game. So that's the facts of the matter. Also, like the little nugget that old Coach Payton drew down there about uh, a returner that fumbles the 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 ball ends up being somebody else's returner. That's fancy talk for saying that I'll cut you, but if you fumble a ball to another man, so sure, Coach Payton pretty much letting you know that he's not tolerating that kind of play. But he don't have to worry about that from Deontay Harris. Deontay Harris is pretty good, and good news is Marcus Shrells was seen practicing again, so perhaps Marcus Shrells get healthy at the right time. Both him and Deontay Harris back there makes us very valid from the kick return position. We just got to get those guys and teach them better to open up lanes and routes for those return men to make moves. The Saints have to get better there. That's that's something that I really want to see happen moving forward, man. That's a big emphasis. Anyway, getting into some of the other news before I talk about the Miami Dolphins game, give you a little fake uh, injury report because, you know, most of the injury reports they put out are not valid. But the Saints do have one. I'll, I'll read it to you momentarily. But just to let the family know that the call-in number is available, we got about a little bit more than 30 minutes before the game starts. The call-in number is available. If you want to call in and chat, kick your concerns, comments, concerns, or what have you, 504-475-4482. That's 504-475-4482. You can feel free to hit the chat up as well. Any questions, concerns, or comments that you might have, feel free to chime in on the Sports Coma live audio podcast. That's right, audio podcast. And as well, just to give you a little information, that merch, we have several T-shirts and not only just T-shirts, designs, but coffee mugs, uh, all kind of stuff available at the Pro Store. So it's teespring.com slash the the pro store we'll have a link in the description section of guys to let y'all know about that as well so if you want to support the sports coma you can uh check out our merch as well and thanks big ups to all of those people who signed up for the sports coma fantasy league 20 team fantasy league the last spot was taken yesterday it's a chance to win 150 bucks for the champion the run-up gets 50 bucks i like thank all the participants who signed up for the sports coma fantasy league and for those who missed out on the sports coma fantasy league don't feel bad we got you covered we got a console giveaway start next week well the well the pro media network and the sports coma will be giving out a console that's right a ps4 console for every one every month all the way until the end of the year so four consoles along with the madden game will be given out separately though the madden game is a different deal but still in all it's a giveaway it don't cost nothing for you to sign up we'll have that information coming up on labor day and for those who shop at the sports coma pro shop we'll be looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season test your skills on prize picks the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports just select two or more players pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats and place your entry it's as easy as that 
If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Getting you with a 15% savings coming up on Labor Day. We'll clue that in as well. So stay tuned for that as well. So let's get back into Breaking down the Miami Dolphins matchup, dealing with New Orleans. The, now that the the Dolphins come into the Superdome two and one, the Saints are also two and one. Should be three and zero, losing the game to the Miami Vikings. But we, you know, it's a lot to clean up there. But you know, it's, it's just what it is. But we got a lot of great stuff to talk about dealing with the the Saints. And I I seen an article out there um, about the Saints. Uh, people being in the Saints interested in Kenny Stills. Remember, Kenny Stills started here in, my, in the Saints. He started here with the Saints. Saints drafted him. He was cons- really compared to Lance Moore. He kind of looked like Lance Moore, but a little faster. But ultimately, he became a distraction. Him and uh, Benny, uh, Kenny Vaccaro, and they both were shipped out, and he ended up in Miami. I don't see him coming back here. The Saints are going to not – I don't see the, no trade for Kenny Stills. I'm not saying that we shouldn't get Kenny Stills because I think Kenny Stills is very good. But I just don't see the Saints uh, bringing Kenny Stills back when they can go and look at a guy like Des Bryant who might be come back. So it's interesting, but, you know, I, I just don't think the Saints are looking that direction. We'll see how it goes. But for the injury reports, the Saints have a few people listed on injury reports. As uh, questionable, Latavius Murray is listed as questionable. Sheldon Rankins is doubtful. Raekwon McWillan, Kiko Alonso, and Kenny Steele are all questionable. Remember, back in the day, questionable means you're not going to play. Today's questionable is probable, meaning that if you back in the day was probable, probably means that you probably will play questionable. You won't play. Doubtful now means questionable. You, you see what I'm saying? This is all old school stuff. But. The day's questionable is just the day's probable. And if you're questionable, more than likely you might get an opportunity to play. But most of these guys are probably not going to play in this game. A lot of third stringers, second and third stringers, are going to get an opportunity to see what they can do in this matchup against the Miami Dolphins. And according to the Saints, special, uh, their injury report, Sheldon is doubtful. Even though he was clear from his Achilles, we don't expect to see any action. I would be really surprised if I see Sheldon Rankins play in the first game of the regular season maybe a few snaps here and there possibly but i mean we'll see him sooner than what we thought we had but i don't know if it's i'd be really surprised if they can if if he is available to play game one i would be really surprised by that you know i really would gary griffin is on the ir big ups to gary griffin a supporter of the show uh he was placed on injury reserve that opened up more spots for the uh tight ends to aj derby 
Alice, uh, Alizé Mack is another guy who needs to make an impression or he'll be met with the practice squad. Uh, he needs to show up big in this game. So does LaJordan Humphreys and a few other guys. Latavius Murray is listed as questionable as well. He didn't play and the preseason went over the Jets. You know, he was been pretty much uh, shelved. And when they were given the opportunity to look at Devon Zigbo, who look, does look good, I say Devon Zigbo is another guy that makes the team. But, you know, you'll hear my entire depth roster on Saturday on the live stream. So that's a few of the things happening with the injury report. Now, as far as the Saints, like I said, we'll see. We'll probably see. We'll see a lot of Teddy Bridgewater. We'll see a lot of Taysom Hill uh, at quarterback. Running back Devine Zigbo get an opportunity. Won't see Dwayne Washington in this game. He had a concussion. I'd be surprised if he's in the game. We'll probably see all the other backs like Curlin Williams, who's been on the end of the, the running back depth chart. You'll see him. Jaquez Rogers. If they try to make a case for themselves, you'll see uh, more of the backup wide receivers guys like uh, we don't know. Keith Kirkwood is supposed to play in this game. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Um, but you'll see LeJordan Humphreys, Emmanuel Butlers, Simi Cobbs Jr., those guys like that, Deontay Arasura Grayson, Traven Durrell. You'll see more of those guys in this final game. Backup tight ends, A.J. Derby, Alizé Mack, Dan Arnold, who stepped up the last couple of games trying to play himself into a spot. The guy does well in the preseason. Can he bring it into the regular season? Because I think, I don't know, man, but we'll keep an eye out on that. You know, but Dan Arnold blesses you and then Dan Arnold and then curses you the next moment. So we'll see what, what kind of junk we dealing with with him. We're looking at the offensive line at first offensive line looks solid going into camp. But all of a sudden, man, I tell you what, it just absolutely stinks. Now, I mean, Marshall Newhouse looks terrible. Michael Ola had an injury. And ever since Michael Ola had that injury and Clark had this his injury, the offensive line has not looked good. The only one of one guy I've seen that looked decent is Cameron Tom. He looks good. Uh, Eason doesn't look good to me. Looks mediocre. Groy, who's the veteran offensive lineman, doesn't look all that well. And all of a sudden, you see the backup offensive lineman looking kind of shaky with the Saints. We'll see if some of those guys can solidify themselves in this final preseason game. Then looking at the defensive line, of course, we know Sheldon Rankins returns. David Oyamada is facing a one-game suspension when the regular season starts. Who is the backup there? Mario Edwards Jr. hadn't showed me nothing this entire time he's been here. He had a few uh, step-out performances or flashings during minicamp, but during training camp and into the preseason, Mario Edwards Jr. hasn't looked like anything. And then, of course, I've seen a report where he was hurt and he didn't get a lot of reps. So what Mario Edwards Jr., might not be as steady as a lot of people think he is. Ziggy Hood has play, outplayed him, in my opinion. So does Sylvester Williams. Some of those guys, look, those veteran guys, really look good. So that's another thing, looking at some of these guys who can step up and be that guy. Where's Wes Horton in the mixture? They, they're praising Trey Hendrickson, who has turned it on and had some good performances as of late. But his injuries concerns, got it got to be something in the back of your head to say, well, Trey Hendrickson can do it. But the question is the same as Davenport's. Can he stay healthy? And if he fails, and if God forbid something happened to Davenport where he has to miss, miss some time, what do we do? Who do we go to? Who's the other end? Is it Wes Hart? A lot of people like Wes Hart. He hadn't showed me anything. Ziggy Hood's not a pass rusher, but Ziggy Hood's a balanced guy. He could play if you need him to play over that side, but he can. Sylvester Williams has been stout in the middle. Taylor Stallworth's been awesome this entire time. Mini camp, uh, training camp into preseason. He's been awesome all the time. He gets no accolades for that. But who, you know, who can be that that third and fourth, that fourth pass rusher behind 
Trey Hendrickson, because obviously all the press and the media parroting Trey Hendrickson to get the spot. I mean, come on now. Where was all that press when Junior, uh, when uh, I said Junior, I'm about to say Junior Gallette, uh, when uh, uh, Granderson, Carl Granderson was here. You didn't hear, uh, you didn't hear any media coverage of that, but all of a sudden Granderson goes to jail and here comes Trey Hendrickson. Get out of here with that. But behind those guys, the linebacking core, who do you guys like at the linebacking core? We have Alex Anzalone and Craig Robinson facing time. We don't know how much time. We'll know real soon. What's going on with those guys when the Saints get closer to the first regular season game? They got to release an injury report, and we'll know exactly what's going on if Craig Robinson and Alex Anzalone is going to miss an extended period of time. If so, what happens? We know about Caden Ellis. He was my training camp MVP. Can Caden Ellis step in and perform in the seven-round draft pick, step in and be like a Marcus Colston of the defense? You know what I'm saying? So a seven-round pick coming out of nowhere that's making plays. He's smart as hell, fast. The guy's talented, so... Big ups to Caden Ellis doing big things, just natural at it. Demario Davis is there. AJ Klein is there. We also we still have Darnell Sankey. Perhaps Darnell Sankey steps up in that role. Then guys, but you got Vince Bigel. He's behind him. Then then we get finally gets to the defensive backfield. There, who's the man at the nickel position? P. Rob stinks. He's been uh, stinking up the the joint. P.J. Williams played just a little bit better, but not that far off. Then you're throwing Ken Crawley in the picture. Then how about Kayvon Webster? And nobody's talking about Justin Hardy, who to me has been a really good surprise. Him and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, they've been lighting it up. And then toward the safeties in the back end, Marcus Williams kind of missing plays. Von Bell's gained some weight. He's look he's looking pretty good. But who's the backup guys behind him? Do you trust, trust Chris Banjo to come in and make it plays? No. Unless it's something special team related, I don't trust Chris Banjo anywhere around my defensive secondary on the field. So, But Saquon Hampton's dealing with injuries. Do he come back? You got JT Gray, who played really well the last two games. So we have a lot of lot of questions to be answered. Then we get to the special teams with the kick return, punt return. Deontay Harris asked, answered a lot of those questions. Marcus Shirelles is supposed to be returning. Does he make the team as well? So a lot of questions. A lot of questions for both teams, uh, for the Saints to answer going in for the next few days. But they face off against the Miami Dolphins tonight. And that'll be a great, not a great battle, but a great way to see the rest of these reserve players. And if they're fighting for an opportunity to steal a spot, some of these veterans and the rest of these guys could be very well playing for the practice squad. So we'll see a lot of action tonight on both sides field. Now, the Dolphins will have. Their top quarterback, Rosen, out there, they won't see Rosen. It's kind of a battle. They haven't decided on who is going to be the quarterback in Miami. Still a lot going on. Remember, this is the same team that tried to steal Teddy Pender, uh, Teddy, uh, Teddy uh, Bridgewater from us. And it, guess what? It didn't work. He decided to come. And now they're looking at trying to trade for, for Clowney. So the, the Dolphins try to do anything they can to kind of um, – Pick up themselves, if if you will. So um, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. But a lot of their play, especially at the quarterback position. So the secondary will see uh, Rosen for a while. So it's, it's but it's a battle. Ryan's Fitzpatrick, J- Josh Rosen, and then Jake Rudock. Those guys will be battling for an opportunity to see who gets to start in the regular season. So a lot of that yet to be decided with Miami. So there'll be some throwing and some plays. Hopefully the Saints can get the first preseason win in a dome and finish the preseason three and one. That's respectable. Very respectable. Uh, call in number families 504-475-4482. The call in numbers 504-475-4482. You can feel free to call or hit the chat up. Let me know what you're thinking, what you're feeling, comment, you know, whatever. But 
this is a fantastic time to be a Saints fan. The preseason is finally coming to an end, and I just really do think that it's an excellent, most excellent time of day. I'm just happy to get the damn preseason over. I ain't going to lie to you, family. Very excellent. I'm just happy to get it all over with. And to finish out the preseason and to get a win would be something spectacular in my book. So, But, but anyway, before we get going, let me play a little bit of Taysom Hill as he talks about his contribution to the team, his taste. Attack, what we're attacking, and um, I felt, I've, I felt that um, this training camp for sure, which um, has been really big for me. Allowed me to play fast and just, just let it go. And do you feel more conviction in, in your throws and your reads? And I mean, just take me through like your mindset, like where you feel. It yeah, like. look, I, I think you know early in your career too. I, I think there's a little hesitancy because you. You almost want to be perfect, you know, that you know that opportunities are going to be limited and you're trying to make the most of every opportunity, but then not trying to make a mistake. And as a young undrafted player, like that's not an easy thing to balance. And I think that, um, you know, going into year three for me, I I felt more confident um, just overall with my position on the team and being able to just go out and play. Are you convinced? That you are one day a starting quarterback in this league. How do you feel? I mean, I feel like I'm I'm capable for sure. Yeah, I I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't feel that way. Do you feel like the preseason has only cemented that thought in in your head that you've made significant progress over the last? Yeah, I've I've been I've been really happy with the way that um, you know the preseason games have gone. I feel like we've moved the ball really well and. You know, preseason games can can kind of be a cluster at times, but I felt like we've managed it really well. And I think we've obviously had penalties that have been drive killers, but other than that, like we we've we've moved the ball and we've we've scored points and we've gotten in positions to score. And, um, so I, I've been really happy with the way that the preseason has gone. And um, again, I, I don't feel like I've I've needed that to. F- to feel how good I, I can be um, and I've always felt that I could play in this league um, but going out and, and having success uh, definitely boosts confidence. When you when you have an incumbent starter like Breeze and obviously someone who's going to be in the Hall of Fame as a backup having someone though that's of a similar talent level like Teddy to yourself how much does that continue to help you push yourself? Yeah uh, I, I think at the end of the day um, you know, if, if you make it to this point in in your career in the NFL, I, I think the ultimate competition is really with yourself. You know, where you're trying to be as good as you possibly can, and there's different skill sets that every quarterback possesses. But I will say, certainly, you know, competition definitely brings brings out the best, and you know, the competitive guys and having the ability to learn from Drew and then having a guy like Teddy that, that's a, a proven player and has, has been a starter in the league has certainly helped elevate everyone around him. And, um, you know, I've, I've felt that. That's T- Taysom Hill, family chiming and giving his thoughts on a multitude of different subjects. But credit has to be given to Coach Sean Payton for finding this man, for finding this guy and then finding a role for him on a team, understanding that, man, this guy's a player. But we have a Hall of Famer here, Drew Brees and Teddy Bridgewater. These guys are significantly better than Taysom Hill because they have the experience. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater's played 
in a lot of high pressure situation when he was at Louisville. He was a starter and did a lot of great things there as a Cardinal. When he was drafted in the first round, he took the Minnesota Vikings to deep into the playoffs both times. He was the rookie of the year and all that. He has extensive experience as far as the NFL is concerned, a very quick learner, well-respected veteran quarterback. And we haven't really seen the best of Teddy Bridgewater. That's the funny part. He hadn't really hit his pinnacle yet. But speaking about Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill is a talented player. And Sean Payton's seen this guy and said, man, this guy is phenomenal. I have to implement him and get him the system some kind of way. And he created this utility position where has Taysom playing on special teams, has a plan as a wide receiver sometimes, a tight end, coming in as a quarterback. He created gadget plays. And, that, and you have to give Sean Payton credit for that because he took a lot of criticism for what the heck is he doing with this guy and all this kind of stuff but he bit, he created this position and it was and, and it worked successfully so at nighttime coordinators they have to game plan for the saints when Taysom hill is out there i mean it's just you have to pay attention to Taysom hill when he's on the field you know and, and and that's big ups to sean payton and people don't really talk about that much but it was sean payton who found that guy and then gave him a role remember green bay had him Green Bay didn't create a role for Taysom Hill. Sean Payton having the vision created this role for this man. And now look where he is now. The third quarterback on your roster is a contributing member of your team. That is unheard of. That is unheard of. But anyway, family, got a few minutes before the game. I just want to give you guys a shout out and tell you who that to all the black and gold diehards out there. All the great sports coma family members and the diehard black and gold who that's all across the world i want to give a solid who that we're gonna kick these miami dolphins butts then at the end of the game we're gonna come back with a post game show and talk about it we're gonna talk about how we spank these stinking dolphins and how we whip their butts so this is a big thing so anyway uh, before i go i'd like to give a big shout out to all the like i said the great people who all the great individuals who who went to the merch store and were able to purchase the merch, the T-shirts. We appreciate you guys for your support. I'll thank everybody for everything done in terms of the Fantasy League. Thank you guys for being a part of the Fantasy League. Thank you guys for buying the merch and going to their shopping, buying shirts. And people absolutely love it. Go there and get the Chump Missioner shirt if you despise Goodell. The Who Dat shirt or the Who the Dat Slap as it called. Don't disrespect my saints. Or the sports coma, I would dat slap your butt. Big old hand on there. <laughs> Very creative. And also, like I said, I'd like to thank all of our people, subscribers, and family members for joining our Fantasy League. It is all booked up, family. The Fantasy League is full. So just want to thank everybody for participating in that. So as always, family, we'd like to thank y'all for joining us for the sports coma with Big Q and the guys. This is the pre game edition of the Miami Dolphins versus the New Orleans Saints in the Superdome preseason finale of 2019. Like if you like the show, subscribe, hit the like button, share, and hit the bell if you're on YouTube. If you're hearing us now on YouTube, this is not a live broadcast, obviously. But you gotta come to Spreaker. So sign up with Spreaker as well. Spreaker.com slash the PRO Media Network or Spreaker.com slash the sports coma to sign up and listen to our live audio podcast. Thank you for joining us. Peace. Who that?
If you haven't heard the sports coma, this is what you're missing. Check out the sports coma with Big Q and the guys. HomeBistro.com. Freshly prepared, home-delivered, restaurant-quality gourmet meals delivered straight to your home. Choose from over 50-plus gourmet meal options cooked by world-class chefs and delivered frozen, ready to eat within minutes and no commit. Welcome to the one-shop gourmet food delivery specialized affordable options to eat right and feel great. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Every ingredient is handpicked to the highest standard. And why you should buy from HomeBistro.com? Restaurant quality made with natural ingredients delivered right to your door. Overnight shopping is available. Diabetic, paleo, heart health, and vegetarian options to eat during business since 1999. Courteous, knowledgeable, and professional support. Complete PCI compliant SSL security ordering and great meals. Choose from some of my favorite dishes. The Mediterranean chicken with orange honey sauce, the charbroiled chicken romesco, or the grilled chicken breast with sweet and spicy vegetables. No matter what you choose, you can't lose with HomeBistro.com. Eat great, feel good, and save some money with HomeBistro.com. Hit the link in the description section below for more information. Saints and Pelicans fan, so the only podcast I can get my fix is the Sports Coma with Big Q. The guys intense, funny, and they always keep it real. Check out the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. TheWhoThatDaily.com. That's right, TheWhoThatDaily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelicans, LSU Tigers, and even the top flight boxing news. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, TheWhoThatDaily.com is your site. TheWhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in Orleans. Embrace Pet Insurance is more than just pet insurance. Embrace Pet Insurance promises to provide genuine support and certainty when your pet needs it the most. With personalized accident and illness policies, compassionate customer care, 24-7 access to veterinary professionals, flexible wellness plans, timely claims processing, and online customer portals, their values is what makes them embrace. So, when selecting a pet insurance company as a partner in your pet's care, you deserve a company that has your pet best interest at heart. Get top rated and review coverage for your pet today. Up to 90% back on bills at any vet. Total protection, pet insurance and wellness and dependable claims payments. Get the top rated and review coverage for your pet today. Go to EmbracePetInsurance.com That's EmbracePetInsurance.com Check the link in the description section below. Are you a boxing fan? Check out Ring Kings Boxing only on the PRO Media Network. Follow the Sports Home on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. 
If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.